1: Charter and Indo askeelige.
0: Time iman iruk ti e of Chacht chart erachar. Agus soiligam amakansha gor fejer echar enuik kiat len ev winterthing. schilti ves, turme. Tashay si dochretche nach ara igornemjan an question ecol. Vi en orkar agin am griv orakar nerachdom. Iatok shet talam griv gor do
1: find us on all the usual podcast platforms
0: Today on the Indo Daily Meet the Burks the evangelical family from Castlebar at the centre of much controversy. Secondary school teacher Enoch Burke has been sent to Mountjoy Prison for breaching a high court order. A county Westmead school was granted an injunction preventing him from attending or attempting to teach while he was suspended. The case of Enoch Burke has been making headlines for months now. And throughout, he has been backed up by his family, many of whom themselves are not strangers to the courts. Isaac and Enoch Burke and their sisters Kezia and Amy arriving at court with family members today. In 2014, all four were banned for life from active membership of NUI Galway student societies. His lawyers have argued before the High Court that his exclusion from the calculated grades process is illogical, unreasonable, unjust and discriminatory. Members of the Burke family have very set opinions on issues ranging from transgenderism to same-sex marriage and they're not shy about expressing them.
1: The fact is, it's a complete cultural change that the LGBT community are looking for. I did mention a statistic there about the Netherlands. Uh, they're not even taking up same-sex marriage uh, when it comes in, because it's, it's about getting approval for sexual behaviour.
0: I'm Kevin Doyle, and today on the Indo Daily, I'm joined by Shane Phelan, legal affairs editor of the Irish Independent, to look at the family behind the
1: courtroom clashes and strong religious views. She's very much... The, the, the leader of the family and indeed is no shrinking violet when it comes to taking on judges or coroners or anyone that she perceives is, is is making decisions that she doesn't agree with.
0: Shane Phelan, the Burke family from Castle Bar have been making headlines for several years now. Who are they?
1: They're, they're a family of evangelical Christians from uh, Castle Bar in County Mayo the uh, uh, parents are, are Sean and, and Martina. Sean's an electrician. Martina runs what's known as a Christian school. And they have 10 children, uh, all with biblical names, and all of whom have been homeschooled by, uh, by their mother. Well,
0: let's start with Martina, the matriarch of the family then, before we get into some of the, the children and their stories. I did it because I, had str- I took that responsibility as a Christian I am responsible for my children. I am responsible to train them in the way they should go. Not to leave it to, not to delegate that responsibility to anybody else, any other organization, school, state. It's my responsibility. And, you know, that, that's what I believe. I believe a belief, a belief in God is very important. Okay. Because if we, if, we, if we get rid of that, we have nothing left but the individual and the state, and the state becomes the God. So Shane, clearly a woman with very strong held beliefs and values, and she has instilled that
1: in all of her children. Uh, She has. And I suppose one thing that has to be said is that they are all very academically bright and uh, have gone on to academic achievements after uh, being homeschooled by her you know, in terms of, say, for example, debating competitions, getting PhDs, master's degrees, and so on. Uh, They've all done very well in that sphere. But I suppose um, uh, uh, a lot of them have found themselves getting into controversy because, or particularly because of their uh, Christian views.
0: And so over the years, she, we've never actually heard from anyone who was who attended the Burke Christian School, but we know a lot of people in Mayo have attended there for grinds. Martina Burke has attended protests with her family. She's been very outspoken on on things like LGBT training for school principals. She believes that's a moral and, and permissive framework that uh, would stigmatize modesty and inhibitions. And so she does appear to be the driving force in many ways behind the beliefs of her children.
1: Yeah, and you can see that in the way that they interact with her um in court. She's very much the, the, the leader of the family and indeed is no shrinking violet when it comes to taking on judges or coroners or or, or anyone that she perceives uh is is uh is is, is making decisions that she doesn't agree with. You've witnessed multiple times where she stood up from the body of the
0: court and actually addressed the judge, which is, I, I presume, uh, for someone like you who's in court a lot, a very unusual position for somebody to take.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not normal. Uh, you don't really see it. Um, I was in the Court of Appeal last October when she and her son Enoch were both um, uh, ejected from the court uh, on the orders of the judge. Um, uh, all very colourful but serious at the same time, I suppose. She uh, uh, made a, a completely unsubstantiated claim that uh, that her son was in prison because of corrupt judges who uh, denied their vow to uphold the Constitution. Um, I've seen her address another judge um, uh, in the High Court um, uh, who she told, there is a higher judge that you and your fellow judges will stand before and God Almighty will put this matter straight. That was also in, uh, in her son Enoch's uh, case. So she's quite outspoken, but her
0: husband Sean, he seems to be a bit more reserved. Is that fair to say?
1: Yes, definitely in, in terms of his appearance. Um, he doesn't interject uh, anywhere near the same level as his wife or, or other siblings have or, or others other siblings have in court. Uh, I can only recall one occasion where I heard him stand up to address a judge. Um, That was last December um, when it appeared that Enoch Burke was going to be spending Christmas in, in prison. Sean Burke stood up and he told the judge that Enoch is in prison because he would not give up his Christian belief, which I as a father brought him up to believe and which is consistent with the scriptures. The Bible that is on your bench from Genesis to Revelations the male and the female, it is not some crazy belief he has. It is there as clear as crystal. So quite clear from those remarks, Kevin, that Sean Burke very much shares the same uh, beliefs and value systems as his wife.
0: Now, much of your reporting on them has been highly controversial and and they have been through many courts at this stage in, in many different scenarios, but they have had some success in the court.
1: Yeah, I suppose most notably, um, there's two cases where there was a considerable uh, degree of success. Uh, one of these involved one of the the children, Isaac, a PhD, a mathematical student, and he won an action against NUI Galway over uh, a delay in scheduling his uh, his final viva exam, uh, which had delayed his his uh, graduation and damaged his employment prospects. And he was awarded over thirteen thousand euros. Uh, uh, in in the circuit court, um, there was also uh, a case involving another uh, one of the siblings. Um, this was Elijah Burke, um, uh, a leaving search student who, uh, like all his other siblings, was homeschooled by their mother. And um, he took a challenge uh, against the minister for education uh, when there was a decision to exclude him from the calculated grades process.
0: 18-year-old Elijah Burke, along with his nine siblings, has been educated entirely at home, taught by his mother, who's a registered teacher. He had intended doing his Leaving Cert this year and going on to college. His lawyers have argued before the High Court that his exclusion from the calculated grades process is illogical, unreasonable, unjust and discriminatory. So this was basically where the leaving search was effectively cancelled at all the school because of the COVID pandemic. The schools were all assigning grades. Teachers had to judge their own pupils. But this was more complicated in a homeschooling scenario because it's very obvious that a mother or a father would have a conflict of interest when it came to grading their own child's marks. And the Department of Education had basically not offered any solution to that problem.
1: That's right. And Elijah Burke, claims that uh, the exclusion of students such as him who were tutored by a parent or a close relative uh, uh, at home from the calculated grades process breached his rights and that it was unfair and discriminatory and that uh, he was being punished for being homeschooled. And uh, he he won that case and uh, a solution had to be put in place. He didn't just
0: win. The judge, uh, Mr. Justice Charles Meehan, actually described the whole situation as irrational, unreasonable and unlawful. So they had quite a big significant win in the courts in that particular instance but I suppose much of your reporting on the Burke family has uh, been more controversial if you like than that tell me about the case of Amy Burke and Arthur Cox
1: So Amy Burke she's a qualified solicitor and she was employed by Arthur Cox one of the, the biggest law firms in Ireland things didn't end very well there she ended up being dismissed and it was, it was basically claimed that um, there had been a breakdown in, in relationship between her and uh, a number of senior partners. She was a junior associate uh, in the firm's banking and finance division. And um, uh, it emerged in, in various hearings that uh, she was critical of a partner at the firm after she was left working until 2 a.m. while colleagues were out socializing this case went to the Workplace uh, Relations uh, Commission but it ended up getting dismissed and the reason it was dismissed was not really to do with the merits of the case, it was because of sustained and deliberate obstruction and, dis- and disruptions, and i and quoting the adjudicating officer there uh, by uh, Amy Burke's mother uh, Martina um, um, quite some quite extraordinary interventions uh, by the mother, which basically led to the duty casing officer saying, listen, I can't, I can't deal with this. I can't process this. I'm going to have to dismiss it. And then, um, we're in a situation now where Ami Burke is, uh, judicially reviewing or seeking to judicially review the dismissal of that case. And that in turn has given rise to some, um, uh, clashes with judges in, in, in the high court. Um, was one very colorful hearing in uh, July of last year where um, uh, she clashed with uh, a judge, um, uh, Marguerite Bulger, um, after the judge said that her challenge was not some sort of public interest case. Very, very fractious. Amy Burke repeatedly asked the judge to retract the statement and the judge eventually ended the hearing, which was taking place online by logging off Uh, This was after warning uh, Amy Burke several times to stop interrupting her and questioning her. I had never seen anything like that happen in an online hearing before where a judge just basically pulled the plug on a hearing. So, Shane, what we've talked about there is uh, homeschooling,
0: employment law, stuff I suppose that is quite personal to the individuals. But... Part The bigger part of the Burke story is perhaps around their beliefs and how that has now repeatedly landed members of the family in court. Tell me about the case against NUIG.
1: Isaac, Kezia, Ami and Enoch Burke um, were all members of what was known as the, the Christian Union Society, a uh, student union society in, in NUI Galway and... They took a case against the university alleging discrimination. This was after the college banned them from societies. And the ban arose because of the distribution of leaflets uh, using uh, the college logo, which was against the college's code of conduct. And there was also an issue regarding the use of college funds uh, to pay for um, the leaflets. And uh, they, they ended up losing that legal challenge.
0: Now, when we were students at the university, we exercised our rights to simply put up a Christian table, peacefully expressing our opposition to same-sex marriage. And we were threatened and abused and harassed by a mob of students. And a few months later, we were banned for life from all college societies. That was Enoch Burke on Burke Broadcast, their own YouTube channel, explaining his position on that particular case Shane but as you say it went
1: against them it did yeah i mean, like the, the the leaflets themselves were controversial um in that um you know these were flyers uh, advocating against gay marriage and um it was said that these implicitly connected gay marriage with pedophilia and incest and uh, as you can imagine that gave rise to uh, complaints from some fellow students. Um, they were also distributing leaflets seeking a no vote in a referendum advocating uh, boycott, divestment, sanction of, uh, of Israel. And uh, this was in the context of, of dealings with the people of uh, of Palestine.
0: Now, the Burke family then became a familiar site in Castlebar's Market Square during the pandemic, and they held a number of protests um, around I suppose their views on that, but there was a particular case, Shane, a tragic case of a girl called Sally Maz, which the family seemed to inject themselves into the centre of.
1: Yeah, um, look, some of those protests in the market square, there were alleged failings in in treatment of patients at Mayo University Hospital during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Sally Maz, a very very tragic young girl, a teenager, who died uh, after contracting COVID-19. Members of the the Burke family attended the the inquest into her death uh, at Mayo Coroner's Court. Uh, Martina Burke was there with her children, Jemima and Josiah. After a verdict of death from natural causes was returned, the Burks were reported to have heckled the coroner, Pat, O'Connor claiming the proceedings were a disgrace and that the Maas family had been deceived by Gardee. At one point, their interventions left the late teenager's mother in tears. The, the, the coroner um, was, was perplexed by all of this. He, he said that the Burks were a disgrace to the country.
0: I think it's important to point out that the Maz family had no part in this in terms of they went along and further hearing as they as they should, of course. Uh, and the Burks took this upon themselves to put forward this viewpoint they, they weren't invited to. And in fact, at an earlier stage, people might remember that Jemima Burke um, presented herself as a journalist at one of Tony Holohan, the then chief medical officer's daily press briefings on COVID-19 and actually... Questioned him about that. Uh, if it is a case in relation to a child, this is not an appropriate thing to be doing. Uh, and generalising from. It is case, very
1: appropriate, Mr. Rowland. Con- I'm asking you to to for the sake of the general public, can you confirm to the public today? Can you confirm? And I know that the mics have been turned off. Can you confirm that a patient who is not. And so,
0: Shane, bring me on to. The most recent stories, the one that have been dominating the headlines, that I think at this stage you have spent hours and hours in courtrooms covering the story of Enoch Burke and the school in Mullingar where he is currently an employee but not working.
1: Enoch Burke has been working at Wilson's Hospital School in Mullingar for four years. He's a history and German teacher and 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 by all accounts was held in, in, in high regard. An issue arose last May a uh, a transgender student and uh, their parents had a meeting with the school principal at the time, uh, Neve McShane and there was a request made that the uh, child be called by a new name and that they and their pronouns be used in connection with them. Ms. McShane relayed this request to all the teachers in the school in an email. This provoked a response from Enoch Burke Quite quickly, he he basically stated he was completely opposed to doing so for various reasons. But the main one was was that it, it was contrary to his, his religious beliefs. Things kind of blew up from there. There were a, a number of, of what had been described as public incidents. So Enoch Burke is said by the school to have interrupted a church service and uh, asked the, the principal to uh, uh, withdraw this request. And then... There was a dinner after it, um, after the church service, where Enoch Burke is said to have uh, uh, gone up to uh, the principal at the time, Neve McShane, and and questioned her in a heated manner. And that, on the school's account of things, people had to step between them to stop the the, the questioning uh, from continuing. Now, Enoch Burke disputes how those interventions have been characterized. He's claimed that he was at all times respectful and uh, mild and meek. Is, is 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 a phrase he's used to describe his interventions in those cases. But it perturbed uh, uh, the principal to the extent that she uh, compiled a report on these various incidents and sent it to the Board of Management uh, last August. The board subsequently decided Enoch Burke should be suspended on full pay pending the outcome of a disciplinary inquiry. Quite serious for him because could ultimately uh, result in his dismissal. So naturally enough, when you're suspended, you're not supposed to go to work, but Enoch Burke kept turning up for work. The school then went to the high court and said, look, we have this issue. And the the high court granted the school orders restraining Enoch Burke from turning up for work. But despite these orders, he continued to do so. And uh, eventually he ended up in prison for contempt of court, where he spent 108 days last year. 108 days, I mean in terms of contempt of
0: court, I certainly can't remember a scenario where somebody spent that amount of time behind bars for something like this.
1: It's not unprecedented, Kevin, but it's definitely at the higher end of the scale.
0: Enoch Burke was released from Mountjoy Prison a short time ago after spending three and a half months in jail. He had refused to participate in a hearing earlier to decide if he should be set free. To do so, he said, would be for him to agree that he was lawfully incarcerated.
1: He uh, was eventually released just a couple of days before Christmas and this was despite refusing to purge his contempt. But the, uh, the judge who was handling the issue basically came to the view that uh, Enoch Burke was deriving some sort of advantage from being in prison. And um, uh, that, uh, uh, he, he said he, that couldn't be tolerated. Uh, and he also made reference to the cost involved in, in keeping him in prison while he's also, his salary is also being paid by the taxpayer, despite the fact that he's not working.
0: So he released him for Christmas and then Enoch Burke showed up again at the school in January after yeah. it reopened after the holidays.
1: Yeah, like the judge released him, kind of sent him away with a flea in his ear, saying, "Look, you're you're you will be at liberty as long as you don't, uh, uh, you know, breach any any court orders again." And uh, January fifth came around, the school opened up again, and Enoch Burke turned up, and we've heard in court uh, subsequently that um, you know he was he was basically told to leave, he refused to leave, that he was left standing in a corridor which um, uh, was uh, ultimately was was cordoned off and that the principal um, had uh, had to set up a workstation in the corridor to, quote, keep an eye on uh, Enoch Burke uh, during the school day and to minimise disruption. The school has uh, not sought to have him jailed again uh, because of this, but it's gone down another legal route, and that is to, um, uh, it's looking to sequester his assets. Uh, what that involves is basically that his assets are uh, are, are, are are taking in, are, are basically moved into uh, the school's possession now they can't sell them or do anything without any order of the court but um, it's designed to be coercive so that if your assets are controlled by the moving party here, that uh, that you will, you know, say, well, look, I'd like to get my assets back, and that will coerce you into complying. No, it's
0: worth saying we don't know, presumably, what assets Enoch Burke has, other than presumably his salary.
1: Yeah, and, and this was something he was asked about by a judge. He was he was asked to well, you know, what salary he had. Enoch Burke had made reference himself to uh, doing grinds and paying tax on the money he earned from grinds but he, he refused to answer those questions. Um, uh, a lawyer for the school said the Department of Education wouldn't tell them for GDPR reasons what the salary was, but the school believed that it's somewhere in the region of 48,000 uh, before tax.
0: And so Shane, that court case uh, will continue and we'll have to see where that goes. And I suspect we'll be back in this studio again at some point in the future to go through whatever way it finishes up but i just wanted to to make one point or ask one question i assume in all of this that the school has a team of lawyers that come with a hefty bill for every time they have to appear in the high court whereas the burks are generally representing themselves
1: yes but where this will i suppose bottom out in terms of, of, of who pays for what will be who ultimately succeeds and uh, the school so far, in, in, in the various motions um, you know, where it has come out on top, has sought its costs. At the end of the day, if Enoch Burke ends up losing in all of this, he could be looking at a, a fairly hefty legal bill that he'll have to pay for the other side. And my
0: thanks to Shane Phelan for joining me today. I'm Kevin Doyle, and today's episode of the Indo Daily was produced by Mary Carroll, researched by Tabitha Monaghan, with recording by Gavin Hennessy, and sound design by Derek Kelly. Archived clips were from the Burke broadcast with important legal update, Burke's v. NUI Galway, Northwest Today on Ocean FM, The Tommy Marin Show on Midwest Radio, RTE 61 News on RTE 1 Television, Virgin Media News on Virgin Media One, and independent.ie. If you want to hear more of our award-winning journalism, you can visit independent.ie or wherever you get your podcasts.